All right. Hey, guys, welcome to uh, Trust Sports. Uh, myself in the middle, Malik Howe. We have a guest with us, my guy, George. How you doing, brother? Good, man. Good. Glad to be here. Thanks for having Thank, me. Yeah. Thank you for coming through for our co-host who apparently he died. Um, yeah. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Liam decided to go to Jamaica, I guess. See, that's what showed you how, how big of a fan he is. During the Phillies, you know, on the run and the Eagles and stuff like that, he decided to go to Jamaica. That's how you know he's not as a loyal fan as we are. Listen, I've listened to this podcast <laughs> a little bit to prep, and I'm shocked he's missing this playoff series because he sounds like such a big fan. So oh, no, no, no. He's, he, he's definitely hurting right now. He's hurting uh, right now. <laughs> Especially to, for to, for tonight. Um, but one segment we haven't been keeping up with, but I definitely wanted to get right into it. Um, is our trust of the week. Uh, we have George has his. I'm gonna start off with mine. My trust of the week. Uh, in the past, we've done multiple ones. I'm a big like chocolate and peanut butter guy. Wawa, um, preseason starting. Uh, but for me right now, it's my favorite season. October, getting into that fall weather. I love sweater weather. I think okay. nothing tops that sweater weather. Um, when it comes time to like uh, get ready, get ready for work is the easiest thing. Throw a t-shirt under it, throw a sweater and just head to work. Like it's, you don't have to be really iron anything. It's just, I like getting that. out. I like so that I'm a, a huge, I'm a huge fall guy, you know, October baby. Um, so, and it really is the precursor to all the holiday seasons, right? Like Halloween kicks off, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff. So, um, shout out to Spooktober. I'm a big, big Spooktober guy and, Hey, sweater weather, man. You can't go wrong with it. You can't, you can't go, wrong. go wrong with you 100%. It makes the mornings a lot easier. I never thought about that because I do Hell it now. Yeah. I just throw on a quick t-shirt, a quick uh, sweater. And yeah. T-shirt under and just it just head to work. You're like, yo, this is this is a breeze, bro. Easy. Easy. I love it. Go ahead, brother. Mine is um, the tush push for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm a huge Eagles fan, and there's one thing I can count on is a tush push, a brotherly <laughs> shove. Jalen Hurts getting one yard every time, bro. Death, taxes, and a brotherly shove. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yo, so, okay. So, we, we, so I just have to get, be, like, let me set the record straight. You're all Philly. Like, all Philly. All the way for life, bro, from okay. day one. Okay. So, Alan Iverson was my first venture into sports. You can see him on my screen right now in the background. Okay. So, he's, he's I like that. Yeah, yeah. Built out, built okay. That. So, that's where you, that's where the Sixer thing comes from, too. Okay. So, yeah. I said, so I don't know how, what, what, I'll, I'll, I'll get to understand your Philly hysteria, which side you want. If you're a Liam, if you're a crazy in between or whatever it may be, right? I'll get to fill it out. Um, but we were talking about the, 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 the brotherly shove, or I want to call, I want to respect you guys call it. I'm going to call it the tush push because I hate the fuck. I, I, you know what? I am big on as a playing football my whole life. Like I said in the past, I love that. It's it's me now. It's for our time to shine and put you in your fucking ash and drive you back, right? And I began to equate this like it's boring football. I think that's what it turns into because we know the NFL is an entertainment league, right? We understand that going into it. So I think I'm not for the discussion that it's cheating or it's annoying because they pick it up because anyone could do it, right? But the Eagles just Mm -hmm. do it the best way. I am for the understanding that I treat like if you're watching Navy, how Navy runs that wing T offense. I don't know if you know, Cosmo, they run a boring wing T offense. They may win a game, um, but it's just a boring, it's going to get you yardage, but it's a boring and it's an awful game to play against. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for this right here, the tush push. It's a boring, it's annoying because it's not, it's really not stoppable against the Eagles. And I that's where I am at. I'm like, it's boring. Do something else. I want to see just, I want to see, I'd rather see a fullback, running back, hand it <laughs> off, and let's just see if we can stuff it in. And, but I understand. I, fuck it. Listen, keep it going. Listen, man, I hear you. I'm obviously, I'm a huge Eagles fan. So obviously I'm very, very, <laughs> very biased. Not even going to, not even going to sugarcoat it. Um, but I hear what you're saying. And it almost has to change how a defense calls their plays too. Cause you almost have to prepare in the back of your mind. If you get a team to yes. a third and one or fourth and one, it's not really a win for you as a defense. No. Cause it's like here comes a tush push, and now for for the Eagles, the offense opens up like crazy. You can do whatever you want third and one. Because if you don't yeah. get that one yard, you know you can fall back on on that. Yeah. On that. I call it the brotherly shove. So <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep it as a brotherly shove. But I, I hear you. I, I understand it because like it's yeah. just it's frustrating watching a play where everybody knows the outcome, right? The yeah, fun yeah, of sports yeah. is there's a mystery. You don't know what's going to happen. The fact, yeah. When they line up to run that, That's you know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I they say 92% of the time on New Heights podcast. So I'll shout out to them 92% of the time. So it's, I'm, I'm, I, I hear, I'm, I get it. I, I try to be, I try to be an unbiased <laughs> sports fan. I try my best to be, but I love it. I hope yeah. they never ban it. I think they're going to for sure, but we'll see where it goes. But not even like you bring up a great point. Like watching this Rams game really showed me, like, I was like, wait, like as a defense, just knowing the only way 
Did they come off the field? No matter what, I feel like the Eagles are guaranteed. I want to know what the stats are of, like, they're going to score three regardless. They're getting a three. Re- like, they're getting three regardless on, on every drive to a certain point. But no matter what you know, if it's third and five, it's two down territory regardless yeah, of where they're at. So as a defense, knowing that, no matter what, as a defense, you know, there's there, there are times you have your low moments of, like, all right, second and, second and six, we can try to get him. Let's just say he gets a couple yards. No, no, no. You have to be going full force every fucking play, and that's what kills you. Because I really think that if you take the, the that the brotherly shove away, they're still able to pick up first downs any other way they want to. I think, like at at, at the end of the day, with that offensive line, because you got you got that offensive line, you got their yeah. athletic, they're big, they're strong, they're fast, and then DeAndre Swift. I knew he was good, but I, I didn't know it was like this. You know what I mean? He's real shifty, he's real explosive, he runs physical. So for a smaller guy too, but. That's that's the thing. The Eagles don't need the brotherly shove. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. need that play. It helps a lot. But I feel like as a defense, you're you're on your heels because you kind of have to almost on like you said a third and five. I almost am more inclined to play more aggressive because even if you give yeah. up two or three yards, here comes a possible brotherly, sh- brotherly yeah. shove because they've done it from a fourth and two before. They've done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've done it in longer situations. They don't always have as much success, but. So I'm not I mean, a big... as a defensive coordinator, it's in the back of my mind all the oh, time. Oh, for sure. I'm not a big Swift guy. I don't believe Swift to be that nasty because mm-hmm. when, when I when I put I, I can tell you this you put anyone behind the offensive line you get what that's you true. get and it's that's the true. same diagnosis I don't want to get that from Eagles fans because it's the same <laughs> thing that Zeke got when Zeke was behind that all, all amazing you know Dallas Cowboys offensive line right Zeke but, was a beast though I I think I think regardless, yeah, was a for sure for sure but that, that's what I got all the time right during that time it's like anyone can run behind that anyone can run behind that. it's like no no Zeke's nice with it but yeah. I. I want to see Swift keep playing. Like I had, I just didn't. I didn't. I haven't had any like, oh, oh my God, moments from him yet. I've had like hit the hole. It's fucking wide open. Is, yeah, you should yeah. pick up your hole. But I, let's see down the line because the reason I don't know if you you've watched that episode when the Eagles lost Super Bowl, me and Liam. The reason I said that they lost Super Bowl going into the playoffs, I said the Eagles are not able to have a run game, and the fact that Hurts is your leading rusher is going to hurt you going into the playoffs. And you're going to lose the Super Bowl that way. And that's kind of what played into its role of mm-hmm. Hurst doing too much, fumbling and going down and not be, and having to do too much, right? If you mm-hmm. hand that ball off, if you have a, a running back that you trust, mm-hmm. you hand it off and do that. Now the Eagles have that. Now you have that guy you mm-hmm. can do that with. So that's the missing link that I said the Eagles need to win that. And they got, they definitely got him. I'm I'm nervous because he's never had this much of a workload before. I mean, I think yeah. I just saw that today. I think he's averaging 18 yard, 18 touches a game. I think his most yeah. is 11 or 12. So, I'm worried how is this just going to last for a full season too. So, I mean, we'll see. I, it's a good point about Hurts. We, yeah. we ran him like he was a running back almost last year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which you don't see a lot out of quarterbacks, maybe outside of Cam Newton. Like just the physicality, yeah. I'm saying. Like he runs through contact. Yes. Inside, you yes. know what I mean? He has to pick up those those extra yards. That was my so. biggest argument with Liam. Uh, that was my biggest argument with him. Like you can't keep doing this. He's like, if it's working, you do it. I was like, no, this is not going to work for oh, a lot of years. Bad. You're going to fucking put him in the dirt. Keep him above fucking ground. Like why do that to him? I'd rather see him play Tom Brady's years. I'd rather see him go that far. And then if he needs to use it, he has it in his back pocket to pull it out to go. But it should be his first go-to. The Chicago game when he got hurt, I mean, me and my dad watch every Eagles game together. He pulls it. He runs. He has the he has the rib injury. And he goes, why do they keep running the ball like this with them? I'm like, Dad, it's their all. That's what makes him so dangerous is him running like that. And he's like, you do realize if he misses the playoffs, everything he did for everything we did this year for, as the yeah. Eagles is for nothing because mm-hmm. you need to keep him healthy. You got to get him to the finish line. So I don't think he, and it's not, it's not going to be soft. It's not saying that it's a, he's soft or you want to protect your guys, but it's just longevity, smartness. He has the arm that he can last you forever. But we might as well stick with the NFL then. Let's, let's just stick let's with, uh, Let's let's stick with that. Um, but I wanted to talk about the lows around the NFL, some of the games that like big ones that we wanted to at least discuss. We have the Bears beating the Commanders 40 to 20, Jaguars beating the Bills 25-20. I know Liam's happy about that one. Um, <laughs> Bronc uh Saints beating the Patriots 34-0. Mm-hmm. Broncos losing to the Jets 21 to 30 31. Um, through all those games, is there any one of those that sticks out to you like holy fuck, it's either down, it's a up? Um, or surprise in your eyes the the Patriots and the Saints sticks out for sure okay for sure I mean out of the Bell Belichick right we've talked about him forever and ever and yeah. ever how great he is I remember debates is it Belichick is it Brady okay yeah I think maybe we're starting to find out right now it's probably yeah. Tom Brady all along right not that yeah. not that Belichick's a scrub or anything like that but agree but I mean 
34 to nothing. And I'm surprised because that first game of the season, they gave they gave the Eagles some trouble. So I thought that I was trying to tell myself the Patriots might be a good team this year to justify our performance in week one. Then they get blown out 34 to nothing. I'm like, damn, maybe, maybe, maybe we look that bad in week one too. So I don't is this his last season in New England? Is there gonna be a short leash? I don't know. So that that one stands out to me because and I know Tom Brady's looking at that score and grinning from ear to ear, man. I'm happy to see that because people, I mean, I, he's got a chip on his shoulder. So that, that yeah. stuck out to me because I thought Belichick was, yeah. was better than that. So I think the debate for me ended once Tom Brady went to uh, Tampa Bay. Like once that happened and he went down there with a busted team and won a Super Bowl, I was like, okay. First year, right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah right away. Like, <laughs> right, right away. And mind you, I hated Tom Brady growing up. Like I fucking hated him so much. Like, I just think he was just getting calls he wanted. Like, the league served him up, right? But mm. seeing his personality come out when he went to Tampa, I was like, oh, you know what? I fuck with Tom Brady a lot more. Mm. And I definitely think that, like, Belichick's a genius. Regardless of it, Belichick yeah. created that Patriots way. Belichick right. created Tom Brady to have a system in which he succeeded in and use his talents to do that. But no matter what, you don't do that without Brady. I think, I, in my opinion, there's no one without the other. I think it's yeah, just, I hear it's that. not fair to, to, to put I it all that. in there. That definitely is a, um, it was a shocker to me. I've never seen, I, I would have never seen the day Bill Belichick goes out like this. No, like, that's it, what I'm saying. That's why I'm so yeah. surprised by it. 34 to nothing. Like, But this brings me back to a time I, I remember the Patriots when they had Tom Brady. Lost to the Chiefs, I think. 40 something to 10. It was in mm-hmm. Kansas City. And I remember Donovan McNabb being like, this is the end of the of the Patriots dynasty. They won the Super Bowl that year, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. I mean they, yeah. I guess it happens, but this time there's no Tom Brady. You you, you yeah. have Mac Jones. So we'll see. I like I said, I'm with you. I don't see Bill Belichick going out this way. Mm-hmm. But my, my thing, I wonder if if is he an old school type of guy doing the same things in a new modern world with younger athletes that, that need different styles of leadership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause he comes off as a type of no nonsense, like very overly structured, doesn't let you embrace your personality as much as some other guys. And I don't know if that's rubbing his players the wrong way. So. No, I don't think you get that when you go there. Let's say if, let's say you take him at the, let's just say like the Jaguars, let's just say it happens with the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. You get players being like, yo, fuck that, man. We haven't won shit. Let's enjoy what we're doing and try to win rather than being so militant. There you understand it's the Patriots way. You kind of just fit right in, but like it's worked. I'm going to follow what he says. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't know if you can, you can, you can sit there with that because he's such a genius and like watching a lot of his stuff. Like he'll go back in time. Like, yo, you know what? I never said I'll do this again. Let's bring this out because it might work now. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he's that involved in it. I just truly think it's Mac Jones. And I, I wonder why Mac Jones sucks. And we keep talking about Ohio State yeah. quarterbacks sucking when it gets to the league. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Bama quarterbacks. But, I mean, you have your guy <laughs> if you want to take him from Bama. But I just think Mac Jones isn't that good. Like, Mac Jones isn't the guy. He's your second-string quarterback that's been starting. And and, and that's 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 it. He's very average to me. And yeah. Dan Orlovsky brought up an interesting point. I want to hear your thoughts. But he said if you put Mac Jones on the San Francisco 49ers, he would look just like Brock Purdy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you agree with that. I don't know. I, I don't know because I. I mean, I. I watch Brock Purdy and like. All right, so you want to get to my Cowboys? That's that's what. Like, that's like, what no, no, no. To... <laughs> that's what you want to do to me. Okay, I, I understand. Team. I get. I don't know. Do you think Tom Brock Purdy's legit? Do you think Mac Jones is in a system that's not helping him, or do you think he's just? I think he's just average, regardless. Yeah. I don't no, know. I think I think I think he's the average quarterback. You know, there's so many throws that he's just missing. Yeah. That you're just like, all right, it's not there. Like right away, I write him yeah. off. Yeah. To whereas I go on the flip side with we can we can we I'm going to I have a lot to say on this one. I'm going to speak my piece of my Cowboys. Right. Okay. Um, And I I know I'm going to get so much hate about it, but I agree with you. If and, and this is from Liam's lips. He texted me. He said, if you put Dak Prescott on San Francisco, he does exactly what Brock Purdy's doing. I'm not sure how I agree with that one. Right. Because we know Kyle Shan has a genius. We know mm-hmm. that he's, he's he, it's his system that's running this this thing. Right. But when I was watching Brock Purdy, mind you, everyone on the everyone playing the Cowboys is wide the fuck open. So it, it really doesn't matter, right? But he was making <laughs> some throws. I was like, holy shit. Like, Brock Purdy, I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy does have the ability to There's throw. There. Yeah, he has he has the arm. He knows he doesn't have the 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 um the length. The, he can't throw the ball as far, but he can put it on the fucking money. Yeah. He doesn't have the arm strength, I'm saying. But watching that Cowboys game. I would say I've never felt more embarrassed to be a Cowboys fan day in my life. Like, this was so bad. I mean, I just want to be San Francisco once in my life. I've had to lose <laughs> them twice in the playoffs, and I had to go. 
and fucking lose to them right now during the regular season. It was embarrassing to see that we bent the knee to San Francisco. And, it, and it's, it's totally understandable. But I like to let the haters or the Eagles fans react first before I really go all in depth into my Cowboys reasons for a loss and what my thought process is after that loss. So I wanted to hear what your take what was. What I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was a good night for you. It was a great night for me. I mean, I was torn. So I'm, I'm, I'll keep it real. I was torn before the game. I, one of my best friends, a huge Eagles fan, we talk all the time. And I said, I don't okay. know who to root for because I'm looking at the NFC East and the one C2. Yeah. And 40, the 49ers look really good. They look like a well-oiled machine out there. So I'm a little worried about them. They're coming to Philly. I'd rather us have at least one game up on them. I don't know if that's going to happen. So part yeah. of me wanted the Cowboys to win. And if we take care of business against them, then we're good. I'm not complaining that they lost. Obviously, I'm happy about it. <laughs> but um, my thing with Purdy is nothing pops for me. Like, like he, it's not a big arm. It's he's not a great athlete, but he sees the field well. He's really accurate. But my thing is he's throwing to George Kittle, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, yeah, and Ayuk, Debo Samuel. So he's got yeah. all these weapons. He feels like he's just getting the ball out on time to his oh, guys yeah. to do their thing. So yeah. I think two things can be true. Yeah. I think he's playing much better than he was expected to out of college. Credit Agreed. to him. And he's got um, he's Kyle got Shanahan, Shanahan. Yeah. and he's got I almost said Mike Shanahan, but he's got Kyle Shanahan, and he's yeah. got a great team around him. So I think two things can be true, and I'm 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 frustrated by it because going into the season, I said we're better at quarterback, we're much better than them. I'm not worried. Guess yeah. what? That you can make a case Brock Purdy has been better than Jalen Hurts this year, and that terrifies me. Agree. You Agree. can make that case for sure. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. been better so far than Jalen Hurts. Hertz hasn't played his best football yet, but yeah, I can talk about that. I mean, it's 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 not it's not uh completely like crazy. It's it's right yeah. there. You if you just you, if you're just going off of ability to win, yes, okay, Brock Purdy has got him. But you hit it right on the head. Watching San Francisco, I was like, okay, they're the undefeated team. Like, let's I I just hope it's a close game and let's see if we can edge this one out. Watching San Francisco, I said they will fuck the Eagles up, like. Fuck the Eagles up. Like, I mean, like, I don't think I I, I don't see I, his biggest struggle is going to be a defensive line. There's no way you could stop all the weapons they have to see George Kittle. At, like, just just I mean, I guess again, it's against the 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 Dallas Cowboys fucking championships, September champions, right? It's against that defense. But no matter what, they have so many fucking weapons. And I was like, holy fuck. And you have to consider Kyle Shanahan. Like, he's a I know, weapon. That's He's got all these toys and he yeah. just knows how to use them. So it's, yes. it's, 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 it's so we'll so, I mean, my thing is this, we have not played our best. I think if both of us, both the Eagles and the 49ers both play perfect games, I think we're a better team. I think we win the game. My concern is we haven't played a perfect game yet. Yeah. We've been doing it every single week. Yeah. They haven't shot no. themselves in the foot once. They're, they're a well-oiled machine. They're prepared every week. We're not at that point yet this year. We were last year. We're not there yet this year. Yeah. Are we going to get there? I hope so. Because if we I mean, don't, we're not beating San Francisco. Only way you beat San Francisco again is if it's home. That, that That's a one-up you guys have. It has to be a home game for you guys. The next thing is you have to – you just have to be able to stop every fucking person. Like, you have to be able to step up. And you really have to put it on Brock Purdy. You have to put Brock Purdy on his ass multiple times in order for him not to be gun-shy, in order for him not to feel so comfortable. Because he was so – I mean, he was so comfortable versus the Cowboys. I mean, but as like, I was saying, I said it was so bad that I started to watch, like, European soccer. Like, I was like, I'm going to watch the David Beckham documentary and start on, cooking man. dinner. It was that bad. Like, once it hit, once it hit yeah, fourth, did you quarter, fourth quarter, five minutes left, where okay. I was like, why are all of our starters out? Like, and they're like, okay, we'll just, we'll just bend the knee to them, put in our backups and let the game just fucking end. I, as a fan, was just like, holy fuck, you play. If you're getting your ass kicked, you stay in the fucking game and you get your ass kicked until the last fucking second on the clock runs out. I mean, I've never seen something as bad as Dak Prescott playing in that game. Dak Prescott, I'm so happy. Dak Prescott. I want to ask you about Dak Prescott right now. Oh, I, this is my thing. I've always said I love, I love Dak Prescott. I love the Cowboys. I he sucks. I have said he sucks. He would never, he would never. I would have felt better these last two years. I believe uh, these last two years, we could have easily beat San Francisco once without having Dak Prescott as our quarterback. Put any fucking body out, out at our quarterback. We beat San Francisco either years, either years. We could have beat San Francisco in the playoffs, but I'm so happy that it happened. Continue to let Dak Prescott play because I want his case to be nailed, coffin, life sentence. 
He's out of there. You're over I, Dak Prescott. Like I love him. I, I I love him, but he just can't get the job he, done. He's, he does not go down. So when LaShawn McCoy goes on national TV, he's like he's ass. Like he's ass ass. You think he's he's just a dick sucker? I hate LaShawn McCoy. As it's like I, <laughs> we don't know who LaShawn McCoy is until he talks about Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas right? Cowboys. That's that's, yeah. that's the only way. That's the only reason he gets. I, mean, I know who he is, but I, yeah, I hear. No, him. I know who he is as a football player. Right, that's the only way his media persona elevates. Hated Dallas Cowboys. Dak ass. Dak ass. Right. And that's where you have that's that's the only thing that pisses me off is like when people start hitting me up like shitting on the Cowboys. I'm like, okay, it's because Stephen A. Smith, all these guys shit on the Cowboys. So you guys join the train. A, why is a Jaguars fan? Why is a fucking Lions fan? Why are the Giants fans hitting me up saying the Cowboys do what the Cowboys do? Are you fucking kidding me? Don't come to me and talk about fuck the Cowboys. Why do you have hate for the Cowboys? Like what? Like what? Like you have to wake up and be like the only way you should have hate for us is if you're a rival division. Like how do you have hate outside of your division? Outside. Across? Outside. Like it's just the biggest dick star. I mean, I'm just so I'm happy because I'm like you know what? It can go two ways. It could be Jerry doing what Jerry does, and he mm-hmm. puts in a blender again and makes a fucked up decision, which I know Liam and all the Eagles fans are like. I'm not worried about because he's gonna do the same thing again. He's gonna get another Dak Prescott, another Tony Romo. It's going to be the same shit over and over. Or it can go what I'm happy I'm optimistic about. And that's all I had to live on right now is to be optimistic about, hey, it's a new regime. I can get a new quarterback now. Go get me a new guy. I want to see a new guy in. Fuck it. But, but, but you guys were 12 and 5 the last two years, right? You guys won 12. You had won 12 games each of the last two years. It's not like you have this, like, trash team. You know what I mean? Like, you got Micah Parsons. Team. You got yes. Stephon Gilmore. Uh, uh, Diggs will be coming back from injury. Vander well, Esch, I, mean, I love him, but he's, he's always he's done. Oh, he's always hurt. He's out five, years. He's out always, five weeks now with a neck. He's always hurt. Yeah. But, and then the offense, you still have Zach Martin, you still have Tyron Smith, you still have C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I mean, you Tyron can, Smith, Tyron Smith is another guy that's too old. He's too always cool. hurt. He's in and out. He yeah. reminds you of Jason Peters at the end of Jason yes. Peters' career. He's just and then we go and get Jason Peters last year. Like, <laughs> like, this is what I'm saying. Like, it, it's just like, for what? Like, this is what we do. So I think that the new Virginia, like I've always said, I love Dak Prescott. He shows you that he's a good quarterback, and then he shows you why he's not a good quarterback. And then he shows you why in big-time plays, I mean, in big-time games, he is not a big-time player to make big-time plays. He shows you that every fucking year. How I've long seen, can you take it? I've seen it on social media all the time. I don't say this, but I see people on social media say he's just a black Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Like, like he's just, he yeah. puts up these numbers. He has to break it, but, like, with, with the biggest moments, he just, yeah. I don't know what happens to him. He just becomes average. It's not like he's bad, but he's just average in the he's biggest He's just an moments. average quarterback, and it's like, yeah. man, we have the weapons, guys. Like, I know what it, it hurts me. It pains me to see all these guys come through Dallas and not be able to get a ring with all the talent we have. You want you mean to tell me you have Michael Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, Cooper, uh, Zeke. You have all right. these guys come through, right. and none of them have a ring? None these are them. great players. Who deserve a fucking ring? Get them a fucking ring. Is Jerry the problem? Do you think? Oh yeah, I said if if we still have Dak and Jerry in, we'll never win a Super Bowl. Never. And McCarthy, get McCarthy the fuck out of here as well. <laughs> like McCarthy cannot call plays. He's there was a tweet that went out like after the after the game, McCarthy has not has not left the facility. He's been staying there watching film for twenty hours straight every day. Doesn't fucking matter. The only reason you won in Green Bay is because you had A Rod as well as I'm sure you had an offensive coordinator who's calling the plays because you, which is Aaron Rodgers calling the fucking plays. My thing about McCarthy is how do you have Aaron Rodgers only won one Super Bowl and he didn't really get like back yeah. to another one? My that was yeah. my thing with him. So I was kind of happy when Dallas hired him because I'm like, guess what? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers isn't there anymore. So what are you yeah. what are you gonna do here? So I was happy. I, I was happy for the moment, but it's like. All I could do is just say, hey, Ohio State is 4-0, and and that's where I'm at this year. You're like, an Ohio I, State guy? That, that's where I'm paying attention yeah. to. We'll get into them later. But, like, at least I had to live on that on, the, on, yeah. that, on that mountain. It's just embarrassing to see. And, like, I I can't wait for the day in which I'm able to sit back and say, you know, we finally have made it because I, I haven't been able to do that. I have – my father has is the front runner. He's been able to enjoy the years of Cowboys winning. He, he, he followed the Cowboys when they had – Roger Stallback and all those guys. Okay. That's when I started liking the Cowboys. Then you have me, who I've come into doom. I was born the, the last year. I was born '96 was the last time they won the Super Bowl, and I have been living through hell ever since. Like, who was your I'm first one. Dallas Cowboys quarterback? Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Yeah, that's that's that. That's it. Like it was. That's it. it. was Tony Romo, and like that's uh, 
that I, I don't know if I remember Butts. I don't know if was Butts with the quarter the, with with the Cowboys. I don't know if he was with the Cowboys or not. He um, was, and then Tony Romo came in for him. I think so I remember a little bit of Bledsoe, I think, but yeah. majority of it, I you know the, Romo, right? the fondest memory I have of that is when Tony Romo phoned the snaps versus versus the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's and I remember my dad freaking the fuck out, and I'm like, what's going on? That's the first memory of that's your first memory of, of that's Tony when Romo I should have said fuck Cowboys. that. I gotta make a switch. Like I legit asked my dad as a kid, like dad, why are we Cowboys fan? Like, can I can we just can change I... teams? And he's like. No, we have to sit in this. We sit in this, and I'm like, all right, I, I, this is just what Damn. it is, man. Um, but I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy. I can't wait for Dak to be out of here. I can't wait for all season moves. And but you think that's it? Like you're giving up now? You don't think they can recover from this? And and maybe maybe what, what if they see San Francisco again? I mean, it was close in the playoffs last year. You guys lost by seven points, I think, wasn't it? Thirteen. To but six. It, it's it, it's 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 an all around thing as well, to where it transitions into our defense, right? You you're missing Trayvon Diggs. That's a big component that's missing. Yeah, you're, huge. You're now missing Vandergrad. You're missing these guys who is just like. Kansas City, and for for like 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 you said, me and Liam got an argument. I said, "There's no way you can say Swift is better than Pollard." Pollard hasn't done anything. I'm worried that now Pollard can't keep up with the snaps at all compared mm. to what he did when he was with Zeke when they were splitting. So like now that comes into play. No, you want you Eagles fans just want to go see the Dallas in the playoffs so you can get a fucking easy roll through. Don't put that. I mean, on me. hey, don't put that on me. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. So take I, it. I hear you. Uh, around the league, the, the the games that I was surprised to see is. The Commanders. I'm so surprised to see the Commanders kind of blow this huge run they've had. I think it's, I love him to death, but Ron Rivera, I guess he just does, it looks like he doesn't care anymore. He, like, for me, it started off not not going for two against the Eagles. That's what I was celebrating <laughs> like, a, like a maniac. I'm like, yeah. how is not going for two? You get two yards, yeah. you win the game, you come out of Philly with the win. Yeah, yeah, you 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 don't you don't go in overtime in Philly. That should be like number one rule. No overtime in Philly. If you can go win it, win the fucking game yeah, and get win, the fuck out of Philly. Or if you lose, I'd rather you lose in Philly like that than than do it in, in overtime. Right, right. Um, but I am I can't believe that uh, the Commanders are starting to hit that downward spiral. Mm-hmm. But hey, all praise to my guy Justin Fields, Ohio State guy, showing up and showing right. out. I mean, he used his he used uh, more the entire game. But that's what I need to see. I I I, I know it's not him. But hey, I would rather Chicago please tank, go draft Caleb Williams, and the Cowboys and come right in and get me Fields. And get you <laughs> They give me fields, please. Do you um, believe in fields like that? Oh yes, I've I've seen enough tape on him since high school. He yeah. was on like the Netflix series on in high school. Um, he also, I, I mean, I'm a Ohio State guy, so I've been watching yeah. him. I trust his abilities hundred percent. You put an offensive line around him, you get him comfortable in a pocket. You have play calling around him that's mm-hmm. structured to his ability. Why not? I mean, he was last year that like, they forget last year he was running for his fucking life. He was and putting up numbers. Like and he's got a huge arm too. He's he, he's yeah. a better athlete than than Jalen Hurts, right? He's faster. He's he's yes. more slippery. He's got a huge arm. He's bigger. So but who does um, he got? Yeah. People talk about him not being able to see the field that well, but Chicago is also a shit show too. It's, yes. What do you, yes, sir. You know what I mean? So yes, I mean, I, I he, he deserves a, a good shot. So hey, maybe Dallas will be that chance. Who, who knows? Um, he, he'd, he'd be a fucking. That's you, that. you go crazy. I will be sucking. I will be going. <laughs> that's where I would call super. And that's what you know what? This is the first year I fell for the hype of like, holy fuck, this might be the chance where we make a run into the playoffs. Not Super Bowl, but we really might make a chance to the playoffs. And we might put up a good fight versus the Eagles or the San Francisco. That's gone. Like, this is the first year I felt for like the that Cowboys hype. For that hype. Not for like the Super Bowl year, but for that yeah. for the for this. Um, on the opposite side, I have um Broncos versus Jets, huge big. Fuck you to the Broncos by the Jets to come in and say, you know, it's personal. What do you think about Russell? Well, I, do you think it's over for Russell? The Russell experience is over? Or I, is it I, a mix of Peyton as well? I think it's over for Russell. And let me tell okay. you why. When he was in Seattle, I was not his biggest fan. It just felt like so much bullshit. Like he would run around in circles, escape pressure, okay, and it okay. felt like he'd toss up a rainbow Hail Mary and it always worked. I'm like, this is such horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, how does yeah. this keep working for this guy? And I feel like when they won the Super Bowl, they were a run first team. They were a really good defensive team, defense, obviously. Yeah. I don't want to say he was care, but I'm not trying to say he was bad back then, right? He was yeah. a good quarterback. I just never felt like he was in the same class as Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think oh, he was. I don't know. I, I might put him with Drew Brees. You think so? I might put him with Drew Brees. One game to win. You got to win one game to save your life. You're picking Drew Brees or Russell Wilson. Yeah, it is close. I'm, I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking Drew Brees. It's close. It's close to you think. You think so? And I, I'm not suggesting Russell Wilson sucks. He's, I think he's a good no, I hear player. you. I hear you. I thought he was great. 
And, and my thing with Sean Payton is I just feel like he's, he, he just seems like such an asshole. Like, you know what I mean? He seems like <laughs> such a piece of shit. Yeah, From yeah, the bounties yeah. back in the day that they had with the Saints to, to him yep. talking shit about Nathaniel Hackett. And I'm like, my boy was telling me, it's there's nothing wrong with him saying that because it was true. And I'm like, yeah, it's true that that he, was, he wasn't he was a great coach, but there's no – it's unnecessary to say unnecessary. that. Unnecessary. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And he just 100%. makes the guy feel like shit. And here come the Jets. They beat the Broncos. It's like Sean Payton. Where, where are you at now? You, you lost seventy to twenty against against um, Miami, and you just lost yeah. the guy that you swore up and down was, was yeah. the best coach ever. It, it was personal, and then, hey, the Jets got it done, man. The Jets got it done. Um, all right, cool. Do oh, uh, last thing: Are you off on Joe Burrow? How are your feelings toward Joey Ice? I mean, and before I before you answer that, this is the first one that I was like, I thought he would be a bust in the NFL. You really you thought so? I, I was like, there's no he's that because LSU was I, again. I love she was loaded. They were the best, one of the all-time greatest college football teams of all time. LSU was loaded. I didn't see him have this in him like he's had in the past uh-huh. at all. So seeing this, I was like, you know what? I take that back. Joey Icy is the man, but I don't like the NFL. Just I mean, everyone's just like writing him off like he's mm-hmm. done. I know he's going through his injuries, but what are your thoughts on, on him as a quarterback right now? I think it's too I think we have too much, too small of a sample size to say that. I mean, his last two years, I think his passer rating was over hundred both seasons. He, yeah. Didn't he beat Mahomes three times in a row, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, sir. And then that's what cool we call the head, right? Like, yeah. so I, I don't know how many people can say they have a winning record against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah. I don't think he's done by any means. I okay. think he's just he's got the banged up. He's banged up right now, obviously. He's recovered from injury before. I think was he tore his ACL's rookie year, right? And he yeah. came back, he was just fine. I think he's gonna be okay. He's still throwing it to Jamar Chase, he's still throwing it to T. Higgins. Yeah. I think he's I think he's perfectly fine. He hasn't looked his best this year, no, but they were they started 0 and 2 last year, and next thing you know, 12 and 5 or whatever it was, 12 yeah. and 4, I think it was, and then they mm-hmm. go to the NFC championship game. Mind you, they almost beat the Chiefs again again yeah right so yeah. so he's very experienced he's been deep in the playoffs multiple times he's played against great teams i know he's i think it's his fourth or fifth year whatever maybe but i think he's seasoned enough at this point he's seen enough okay. that he knows how to get his shit together and get back on it I, i'm still a big believer in joe burrow and okay. mind you he's never had a good offensive line either yeah he's yeah, also yeah. dealing with a lot of bullshit in the pocket and he still finds yeah. a way to get it done so yeah. I, i'm i'm still on the joe burrow train i don't know how you feel about him but no i still am i agree i just i just think how quickly we forget and how quickly, quickly man like, it's quick like, like it's so quick and i and i hate that like i hate that shit so much like to me that's why i have a distinct like i hate nfl fans who just like the nfl or fans who just like their team because they don't understand the longevity of the of a season, what yeah, it takes right. to get there, what what goes into it. So it's like, how can you write this man off after last year where he just put up the last couple of years, what he has done in his position? So you can never say like, you know, I think the Bengals are done and Joey Ice is like, this is what this is the quarterback he's going to be. Are you fucking kidding me? They have off years all the time. All the time. Yeah, all I, time. I, I'm not here for it. Um, but hey, speaking to being off, we got to we got to move to your fills. We'll talk about your fills in the end of college ball, and then we'll get into bets. Um, your fills, man. Hey, I could say. I'm not a big, like, I grew up playing baseball my entire life, mm-hmm. but I was a front-runner kid. The only thing you see on TV is the Yankees. So I was, I'm a, so I'm a Yankees guy. fan. So when the Yankees aren't in, I can root for hometown, hometown okay. because I'm just not. It, it, does, it won't move I'm me. on the bandwagon, bro. Let's, uh, yeah, I, I don't cry. About it. I grew up in Philly. I grew up in Northeast Philly my whole life. So it's like, I get it. But seeing the Phils be tied up 1-1, and the way they went down with with letting up, what was it, four runs in the four in the runs top, in the last two or three innings? It was top of the six or bottom six. I think it was top six. Um, seeing that go down, are you concerned that the Braves have figured out the Phillies and now can get it done? Of course, of course, I'm concerned. I mean, this is one of the best offenses in the history of the sport, yeah. right? So I was concerned before the series even started. Yeah. With that being said, I always felt like the one team Atlanta did not want to play was us because of what yeah. happened last year. And because we we didn't win the season series, but every game was was close. For the most part, the games were close. Okay. Um, but, of course, I'm concerned because they every time someone comes up to bat and they show the regular season numbers, it feels like no matter where they are in the lineup, 35 home runs, 95 RBI, OPS over 900. I'm like, holy shit. Like, when's this going to stop? Like, when's there yeah, one yeah. easy out? I love so I, I'm definitely concerned. But at the same time, if you told me going into the series we'd split in Atlanta – I would have taken it. Yeah. But we were the up four nothing in game two. We were up four nothing in game two with Zach yeah. Wheeler dealing. I'm like, oh we yeah, had yeah. it. Because yeah. if we go back to Philly up 2-0, I I think we slam dunk take the series. Yes. And obviously the game's happening right now as we speak. So I have no idea what's going on in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Right we gotta get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's good news. Um, yeah. but it's it's definitely of course there's concern, man. I mean, Atlanta's fucking loaded. I mean, can, 
if I was a betting man, would I bet on us beating them two years in a row? This team, they were yeah. defending champs from two years ago. They had 100 wins last year, 100 wins this year. Like, of course, there's 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 definitely concern. But if any team can handle that kind of mental gut punch, it's these guys. This this yeah. team is the definition of they do not give a fuck. Like they don't yeah. care who you are on either side. They're just gonna they're gonna do their thing. I seen uh, like a couple hours ago, two of the players, like Bryce Harper, I forget what the other player's name was, uh, were wearing like the Colorado merch and they're walking to the stadium like it's personal. Um, yeah. So like, hey, it's personal for them. This is my problem. I think if the Phillies, it, you'll be, this is what will happen. The Phillies are able to win this this series, right? Go on. They, they have, Philly needs that underdog mentality. Yeah. They then go into the next series. Uh, I'm sure p- playing the Diamondbacks probably. Probably at this point. You go and you say, we're on top. Whoever wins this series should win the World Series. Yeah. Philly finds a way to blow it. Philly finds a way to blow it somehow, not having that under that under that underdog mentality to go ahead and put this shit away. And that's what made the playoff run last year feel so great. Like yeah, how, yeah. They, they, I did I didn't expect them to win the, the wild card series and they won. I didn't expect them to beat the Braves and they did. I didn't expect them to beat the Padres and they did. So it was just yeah. it never I was never disappointed. Now this year. Yeah, it's like I'm expecting something, so it made the loss in game yeah. two that much worse. So I hear you. Yeah. I feel like to this, especially this team of Phillies, they they feed off that underdog mentality, mm-hmm. and it becomes different. Now people, you're the the cliche. You go from hunter to hunted. People are coming after you. They're giving yep. you your best shot. So yes, sir. I hope you're wrong, but but <laughs> I'm, I hope here you're wrong, but, but, I'm here for it. But um. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. A, a red October in Philly is I I can get down with that. I can get down with red October. It's anything else in Philly or the Sixers <laughs> as well. But like ego shit in Philly, I just can't fucking do. I I can't I can't ever do it to get it. Another I'm day. My the Eagles fans are the fuck. They're they're pieces of shit. Like, do you think they're the worst fans in, in the in the league? They are. I want. I don't want to say worse because they're great because of how they how passionate they are. But they can be some of the most annoying fans, of course. Yeah. Okay. They just get so irrational, like so irrational about things. So I, don't think, I don't think they're made up of true fans. I think the Phillies are made up of true Phillies fans. So whereas mm-hmm. Eagles fans are made up of just wanting to be dickhead Eagles fans <laughs> who don't know dick about football. All they know is go birds and bleed green. That's where I have that's the issue I have with and I, hey, you're talking to a guy who who walked into the walked to the lines then. I walked to an Eagles game versus the Cowboys wearing my Cowboys shit. I was trying people were talking Did you to me do out it again. I would never go back to that motherfucker again. Hell no. <laughs> not for fear. I don't give a fuck. But it's just not worth it to me. It's just you have to be like, okay, do I want to be fucked with this whole time? And do I want to put up against it? And it, am I okay with knowing that my team's going to lose? Like, it's like if I go this year, it's knowing that I'm going to get beat both times. Do I want to show up in Philly and have to fucking go? Do you think Eagles fans or Cowboys fans are worse? Eagles fans. I mean, I think Eagles fans are like their <laughs> top two. I mean, Liam likes to argue that San Francisco fans are the worst, Raiders fans are the worst because they fight a lot. Uh-huh. I just, I say, Liam, that's not the argument. The argument is like if I showed you videos of how aggressive and just dumb and annoying and erratic, like you say, rational yeah. these fans are. Like, there's no way. Like, there's a a clip I always post, a Minnesota clip where like. Eagles fans are walking. I mean, Minnesota fans are walking to the stadium, and there's just a line of Eagles fans saying "fuck you," "boo," "fuck." Like, I as a man can't take that like i i can separate sports like i definitely got ha- heckled i got yeah. heckled like a motherfucker but it's a difference when it's like in my face fuck you it's compared personal to, at that yeah, point. Like, i have to punch you in the face like i can't take that there's but no as, humanity to the eagles fans and some people none. think that makes them great some people think that makes yes. them depends that's what, what feeds them them. right that's it yeah. does it feeds them so when you yeah. tell I'm I'm not the way, but when you tell Eagles fans in general what you're saying, they'd be like, "Yeah, of course, fuck yeah, fuck them." Like that's why we're the best fans in the world. Like and I'm yeah. like, you guys are fucking nuts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Insane. And mind you, on the other scope of like, like, like it's I always fuck with Liam equating this to like race and like cops or like that. I'm like, it's like saying like not all cops are bad cops. Like of course, Liam, <laughs> of course, not all cops are bad cops, right? Like of course, in my section, I had great people in my section that like yeah. when I left at the end of the game, I stayed the whole time, and that's when we got destroyed. Like yeah. their fans, like yo, I respect you so fucking much for staying yeah. the entire game. As I'm leaving the stadium, like this guy was in my face. We got to, like I pushed him, all this stuff. There was fans who took my side. I was like, yo, don't fucking touch him. Like you can do all that shit. Don't fucking touch Just him. Don't touch like, him. Yeah, that, that's guys. Awesome. There's people there like that, and like that. No matter what, I, I I understand that. But again, you have a guy who was that br- brashful to think that he could touch me. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, putting putting yeah. your hands on somebody crosses the line every time. Yeah, yeah, can, that's, for you, can words cross the line for you? Like, no, nah. it says something. Was it ever going to get you to react a certain way, or do you feel like it's got to be? Physical? No, 
No, it, it didn't get me. Like, there was no, like, there's a kid who every time kept turning around to me. And, like, I mean, he was my age, but he was, like, he just kept turning around to me and be like, oh, fuck you. Like, that. I'm like, all right. I let him go until, like, the third quarter. He kept doing it. And uh, then finally I was like, yo, bro, suck my dick. If you turn around one more time, it's going to be a problem. And he didn't turn around anymore. Like, so <laughs> I gave you a leash. Like, I, like, I kept letting you go, you go, you go. But he was just, like, cornered in on me. And I was like, all right, bro. Like to his girl, his girl was like, all right, bro, stop. And I was like, yeah, like, fuck you. Like you're like you're doing too. When you're doing too much, that's yeah. why I can't take it. Like you're an intimidating guy too. Like you're a nice dude, but like you also look intimidating. You look like a big strong <laughs> no, dude. I, I know you're the last person I turn around. Be like, yo, fuck you. I'm like, no, no, thanks, bro. Like when I was leaving, the guy I was like, fuck you. I was like, fuck you, bro. But we're laughing to each other. Like that's yeah. cool to me. Like that yeah. didn't hurt me. Yeah. It's it's a, it's the other shit. But I love it. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do, in my opinion. Yeah. If I was an Eagles fan, I would be the same fucking way that's what you're supposed to do yeah. ride or die but at least see it at least honor your 100 right malik that's all i ask that's yeah. all i ask for you from you um but i think i think that hey you're going to see the diamondbacks for sure if you win the series i mean if what a I fucking mean, a big if right now yeah i mean if, if you go yeah big if but what a fucking blender to put uh Ker, uh what's his name kershaw to go in um clayton kershaw to, to go down like i was i, I worked some saturdays and i was watching games like i was like okay top of the first cool I look up and look at the screen. I'm like, what the fuck happened to these guys, man? Like, what happened, man? It's it, it's it's crazy to see someone's career just like so quick, man. And I love him. I love him too, but I feel like this is always happening to him, yeah. right? Yeah. Every time he gets the playoffs, and I, it, I'm kind of prepping for today's show, and I'm looking at his career ERA, it's two something, and in the playoffs, it's four point four something. I'm like, holy shit! Oh it doubles yeah. in the playoffs. I know they've got a World Series. I forget what year it was, but there was a point in time I thought he was never going to win a World Series, and obviously yeah. he finally got it. But he still—I thought maybe that would that would be the monkey off his back, and he'd relax after that because it's like, oh, you're a champion. They're not going to talk yeah. shit about you anymore. But yeah, holy you just shit. can't get done. It, it sucks. It, it, that, that, I mean, you just gave them a game. Like that's what sucks when you give someone away a game. Like you're just like, fuck. We just gave this away to them right away. You didn't even give yourself a chance from the start. Yeah, you no, know, and you're battling back, but. Hey, I'm excited. Hey, no matter what, we gotta hold on. Let's see. Let's see if we can check into the Phillies. The Phillies. Do game I right want to know? Yeah, let's see. Do I even want to know? Yeah. <laughs> Six one, baby. Bottom fourth. Shut up. Shut dude. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh shit. Fourth. <laughs> this is a holy live, shit. Live You're reaction. seeing my live reaction. Yeah. Six. What the six fuck one. happened? Uh, score right, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. Bro, I'm good. I got you. I got you. I told you I'm saying I'm not running out of the room. I'm going to watch. I got you. I'm here. <laughs> six, six, Holy six shit. runs in the bottom of the third. That's crazy. No, what the fuck happened? Hey, well done. Hey, we'll keep banging hey, it through. Let's fucking go. <laughs> we'll keep banging this through to get you out of here. We have that. No, we're good, man. Take it over. We're good. We're good. I'm, do you have I'm a light in here? I'm committed. Do you have a light in your uh in your room? I do. Yes, I need yeah, to think about that. Yeah, turn. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. This got is the you. new. This is the new understanding to podcasting, man. It's it's new beginnings. You'll be back on the show and you'll get it together. I got you. Oh, yeah, I got you, buddy. Um, all right. So uh, we're gonna end it with college football and then move into uh possible Sixers predictions. I want to hear yours. I know you're the I'm Sixers guy. Sixers. Uh, me and Liam have made a decision that this year we're gonna be on it. We're really gonna be watching the Sixers mm-hmm. and following from here on out. Um, but before we get to that, let's get into some college ball. You say you're not really a college football fan like that, fanatic. I don't watch it like that. I mean, I'm, okay. I know what the major headlines are. I know what course, happened with yeah. Miami this week. I know about yeah. the whole fumble. I know about yeah. Shador Sanders and the celebration and all that. But, yeah. um, so I pay attention to these things. I have opinions on them, but I try not to blast them because I don't watch as much. You as don't watch enough. Can. Okay. But yeah, Obviously, on a podcast, I'm supposed to share my opinions. So yeah, yeah. whenever you're ready. But I, I love it. I love it. So I always say. If you're a true fan of football, take one year to really engulf yourself in the college football Saturdays, get into it. This is my number one thing. Like, and I think it's really because my dad, like my dad was a big yeah. college football guy. Like he's a Bama fan and he's a bandwagon guy. That's why I shit on him for <laughs> loving Bama. Every chance Bama loses, I make sure I'm in his ass. But I love college football because college football to me was it's all day event Saturday. Like mm-hmm. it's and it's top notch football from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep of guys who are putting 110% on the line. Mm-hmm. Like, you would have never seen what Dallas just did against, against uh, let's just say, Alabama versus uh, Auburn. You don't yeah. see that, right? That, that yeah. big rivalry. You don't see that happening like you do in the NFL. So this is right. why I have a passion for that. But right away, you brought up um, that Miami game. So we have a quick clip here. We can take a All look right, let's at see it. it. So I want to um, see it again because I, I – Yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. But it's going to at least talk about the issues that handle would never – You should not be handing this football off. Right. I don't know what – 
Miami is doing. That's it. And here's Cheney. The straight ahead tackled and the ball popped out. He's got to read the clock. I mean, read the card. I mean, to and me, Georgia Tech has it with 26 seconds left. Three to the field for King. Up in the pocket, going to loop it down the field, and it is caught. And that's Rutherford. Here's King from the pocket, flush to his right with six, five. Going to loop it downfield, and ball is caught. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. With one second to go in the ball game. Now you start seeing right away the student section throwing shit on the field for Miami, right? Now this is a microcosm of bigger things because this is a this is a Miami team who is heavily, like, they're ranked, like, what was it, 17 right now. That's huge for Miami. Miami isn't the old Miami, right? This is a Miami that's, they're 4-0. They beat Texas A&M. Huge W for Texas a to beat Texas A&M going into year, right, early. So this is a possibility of a team now making a huge change back into the old days of now being ranked, top-ranked teams, to blowing it versus a non-ranked, has been contention, Georgia Tech team because of bad coaching. I mean, at the end of the game, you have that meme that's going away everywhere of the playing like the player legit being like, what the fuck are we doing with 30 seconds left? And it was just crazy to see. Dude, like I, I'm not, I'm never the type to blame one person or one play for, for the because <laughs> it's there's 59 minutes before that, right? And it's 2017. Yeah. You gave up 17 points, you only scored 20. But but yeah, that was the most that was the craziest display of coaching in the last minute. I have ever fucking seen. Mm -hmm. I don't know why he didn't take a knee. I don't know why if he ran the ball, why didn't you why didn't you tell your players don't fight for extra yards? If you're the offensive lineman, don't start pushing your guy forward. Yeah. Two hands on the ball. I, I first of all, I don't even know if he fumbled the ball. It looked like his arm was down to me, but it I don't did, know. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. But still to call that play. And then the worst part about it is after the game, the first thing he said was not. I called the wrong play. He said, we coach put two hands on the ball and you put two yeah. hands on the ball. I'm like, bro. Bad, bad. Bro, like if you're a leader and you're a man amongst boys, because they're, they're yes, essentially sir. boys, right? Like t be be a man, set the example, and take accountability yeah. for what you what you did, which is making an all-time dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb coaching decision because it, it you win the fucking game. If you, you take a knee. Take it. And I think that there's only been one time in which taking a knee has lost a game in the history of football, right? And I, I, I it's and, and that that's how you lose a locker room. You just lost it. You lose you commit. You lose the locker room by saying not taking blame of being like we tell we tell them to coach up, hold two hands the ball. No, you dumb fuck. You say, yes. you know what? That that's a guy trying to protect his job. Nope, I made the wrong call there. Wasn't realizing the clock. It was a mistake of my it was a mistake of my part. Don't blame the kids. I don't think anyone's blaming the fucking kid for fumbling. He's doing a job. Fumbling fucking happens. So it's 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 unfortunate that coach just probably lost the locker room, and definitely we probably won't see Miami get back because this is this is all it takes for the trajectory to go. All right, it's over. That's yeah, it. it we're out, we're out of there. Um, the next game I have, I have some, I have a, I have a big opinion on this one. Is Colorado uh <laughs> beating Arizona State 27-24. Um, but I've been again huge fan of Colorado. Been mm -hmm. following them. You know, they're the biggest thing in college football right now. It's amazing what I'm seeing. The only issue I have with this game is at the end of the game, Shodor going to the student section and flexing the watch, right? It's the only thing. The only issue I have with this is you're supposed to fucking beat Arizona State. You're okay. supposed to be this top, these top-notch players that go out there and fucking destroy these guys, right? If you, I don't know if you watch his, his other son, Junior. He has his, his YouTube channel, Off the Wall Media, right? And legit. The clock strikes. Mind you, before the game, they were all booing them and stuff like that. So it was already a lot towards the student section that they had, a lot of noise they had already. You see him go to his brother, yo, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. And his brother's like, I got you, I got you. And they're following him to the student section to do that. Now, I get it. We're in this. It's media-driven. It's it's NIL deal guys and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But to me, you, it's just, to me, it's, I don't want to say classes because talk your shit, but not necessary. And I don't think you deserved to throw it up in the air in that moment for beating them by a field goal at the end of the game, like 30 seconds left in the game by the field kicker. The field kicker could have done that. Not you, bro. I mean, yeah. you let them down, but I, I I need some things. And there's a lot of drama going around right now of him padding his stats, not taking right. some snacks like that. So it's a lot of noise around him. And I, that was one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way of like, ah, we don't like that one. I didn't like that move, but do what you do. Yeah. I mean, and I think 
Listen, he's Deion Sanders' son, obviously, and Deion Sanders was prime yeah. time, right? So they have that personality. They're 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 showing off, and then respect to Deion, one of the greatest athletes ever. Respect to yes, Shador Sanders, he's doing his thing. But I I see what you're saying. It's like at some point you get too cocky, right? You stop paying attention to detail. Is this going to come back to bite him? This type of personality, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 part. Yeah, I'm I'm torn about this because part of me is it's a college kid. He's having fun. He's doing his for thing. Sure, for sure. But at the same time, like imagine, imagine Brock Purdy. Imagine I'm, I'm using the Eagles as an example. Imagine Jalen Hurts plays like complete dog shit, and we steal a game from from Arizona or from the New York Giants, and he's going crazy, be like, "Yeah, I fucking did that. That's right. Like it's my world." Like part of me is gonna be like, "Bro, get your shit together," because we got yeah. goals. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I agree. Right, like, like, bro, That's chill. My point. We gotta get our shit together. Yeah, and and. And I know Dion's probably all for it because Dion's that that of of personality too. So yeah. I, I I'm so torn. I'm so yeah. torn about it because I yeah. like personality in sports. I do, but but at the same time, like if I'm if I'm him, if I'm in that shoe, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that at all. Because for me, there's a certain standard. It's not about it's yeah. I mean, yeah, it's about winning and losing. But if you're not playing to your standard, you're yeah. gonna be in trouble. Because Colorado, they're not. I mean, they they were ranked briefly, but they're not. I don't know if they they might still be ranked. I'm not even sure, but. I don't think so. No, I don't think that they're not right. So no. it's, it's you, you're still a program that's growing and developing. So, yeah. I mean, no I one's mean, writing him off. Hey, a little bit for sure. Yeah, if he does on the way out, I'm good with it. If he yeah. goes to center field, shakes hands, and on the way out, he sees the fans booing him, throw it up and go to the yeah. locker room. I have no problem. It's running towards them, throwing it up, celebrating a W. Like, we got this shit. Like, you should have fucking bust our ass. But again, yeah. I would hold more weight to that next year when they get the recruits in, they get a better class. Yeah. Then yeah. I would be like, shut. I could definitely say, shut the fuck up. But right now, talk your shit. I get it, but just keep a blind eye to 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 that right there. Um, because it's gonna put a target on your back too. I mean, yeah, That's but the I mean, target was on their back when they fucking That's came true, in. Yeah. <laughs> um, last thing, Texas blowing it uh, versus Oklahoma, thirty to thirty-four. Now, I'm not sure if you know, I am a old school fan of Texas. Grew up loving Texas. Horns mm. up. I'll never say horns down. Um, but I grew up loving Texas. I even have like I wrote to them in like kindergarten and they wrote me yeah. back all this stuff. I think because during that time that's when Vince Young and all those guys are there. So that's yeah. all I would see on TV. Um they don't get it done. I mean, we go through, and this is the this is my issue I have with Texas is every year they're highly, highly touted, they're gonna be highly yeah. ranked every year they go in and they blow it once, and then the season is done for them. This year was their year of, holy fuck, they might actually make the They playoffs. beat Bama in Bama, right? Bama, they beat Bama. They're going into this thing. I knew, me and Liam both knew this Oklahoma game was going to be close, and it was going to come down to this. And I think that we had to finally start realizing that Steve uh, Sarkeesian, he's like the coach there. He was a coach at Bama as well. Um, He just can't get you done. He can't get you a complete season. Your season has to be complete. You beat Bama, complete the fucking season, and make the playoffs. <laughs> They're not making the playoffs now because of this fucking loss to fucking, um, well, who was it? Uh, to, to Oklahoma. And it was a shock. And I was like, I think we have to start being real. What Steve can't get it done. At the end of the day, like, you guys are a top-ranked organization. How many times can we have to go through? One loss derails their whole season. Even mm -hmm. if it's an Alabama, even if it's a close game. These close games you have to pull out. And they finally were doing it and shit the bed once again. I mean, and that that's the beauty of college football, right? Because so so few teams make the playoffs, every regular season game almost feels like a playoff game, especially this. Exactly. Okay, Thank you, yeah. Now you see it. Yeah. Out. yeah, that's that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. So I uh, it's not that I don't follow college football because I, I hate it, it's because I just don't feel like I have the time, but that that's what yeah. makes every game that Alabama, yeah. I was excited for the Alabama game early in the season. I actually watched it from start to finish. I was like, Oh, this is yeah. a huge game for both teams. Yeah. And you're right, it it's 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 a double-edged sword because it sucks at a game and what this is like week six. Or yeah. seven that your season shot because of one game in week seven, but that that's yeah. The way I mean, goes. you have to think this is this is my love and hate for Ohio State. Ohio State, we now go into a, a year we're making the playoffs all year. We go down now. Our last game of the season versus Michigan, and Michigan's number one is number two right now. So it's like we lose that game late in the season. We're out of the playoffs. It's yeah, like, playoff. oh. but you lost to number two. Like, do you deserve deserve another shot? Like, that's that. It's it, and that's it's what tough. happened last year. I don't think yeah. we get that again this year. Like yeah, last year, so, we I mean, way in, so yeah, it's tough. There's a lot of good yeah. teams, obviously, but at some point, yeah. I mean, how, at some point, somebody's got to be held accountable. Right when the standard is expect to make the playoffs, yeah. expect to make a run, and you keep blowing it at one particular point. But but yeah. you have to ask yourself too. Like the context kind of matters. Like Oklahoma is no joke either, right? Yeah. 
So it's I don't know. It's it's just tough because no. But if you're touted to be that guy, see, look, a top ranked Alabama, they may squeeze their W's through, but they don't yeah. fucking lose them. Yeah, that's the difference. If you're a yeah. top ranked team, no one's saying you blow these teams out, but you at least squeak through with a W. You gotta come through when it matters. You have yeah. to get a W. You have to get a W. You squeak. Done. You squeak by Alabama. Now you have to squeak by Oklahoma. There's no problem of these SEC teams. You might not get top ranked because the, the scores are close, but they're going to value that of like, all right, these are top teams who are pulling it out and are they're going to get ranked better as well because it's a close yeah. game. But at the end of the day, you got you to gotta get the W. You have if to they're the on the table, you don't think they get in the playoffs? No, I don't think I don't I don't think they sit now at the, at the playoffs. I think now they're like sure. going to be ranked uh, out of it. Let's see, Texas uh, football. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what, top four? Yeah, they were they were ninth, right? Coming they're, into this they're one. They're nine and they're gonna yeah, they had number right. five Oklahoma. Yeah, they're Damn. nine. And I don't think they play anyone uh crazy coming through the end of the season. Yeah, they don't play anyone after this. They have Houston, BYU, Damn. Kansas State, TCU, Texas, Iowa. Yeah, they don't have they don't they have lost a close game too, so you're that close yeah. to finally making that statement. And then you would need a lot of shit to happen with like Ohio State, right. USC, all those guys to, to Georgia to kind of for it to just fall apart for you. Yeah. That's the only way to get it done. Two of those um, teams have to lose a game. Pretty much. And yeah, at that yeah. point, Michigan cool. as well. But at that point, yeah. it's it's each other losing to each other. So yeah. it won't go yeah. too crazy. So, Hopefully it won't go too crazy. Um but last thing on sports, your Sixers, man. How are you feeling about the Sixers going into the year? What can I expect from the Sixers to be a fan? I fucking cannot stand this franchise, bro. <laughs> I fucking cannot stand this franchise. I fucking I've never hated watching a team more in my life than really? I have Sixers bad. Bro, it's just a fucking sucks. Cause like the fan base is so split. They either love the process or they hated the process. They either love yeah. Joel Embiid or Joel Embiid's yeah. a fat piece of shit that can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never so I can't talk to anybody about it because nobody's rational and down the middle. It's always okay. one side. And I'm like, I fucking hate all of you. Okay. They keep blowing in the playoffs. And be, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not the, and beats a fat piece of shit guy, but he keeps fucking blowing it in the playoffs. Like, and it's yeah. always excuse after excuse after excuse. But you, you just got me. I'm going to, I might pop off for the next hour or two. <laughs> call, me, call me off and the show's got to be done, but you're good. It's just like, we went through this whole ass process. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked. I think it was good. We got draft picks, we got cap space, but we blew all the all the draft picks. So and, yeah. and I know this, this is supposed to be out this this coming season. So I'll, I'll get to that. But you're good. Um, obviously the James Harden situation pisses me the fuck so off. What exactly is going on? I heard that he wanted he wanted out. Now he's cool being in. Now now where does he stand? So he came to camp, but I, the talk is he still is expecting a trade. My thing is this: this guy talks about winning, right? He wants to win a championship. Yeah. You got the league MVP in his prime. You got Tyrese Maxey, up and coming uh, star. Nick Nurse is a championship winning head coach. The fuck do you want? Like, what do you what yeah. do you want to like? What do you want to try to go? So, and then last year you're up three two against Boston. And if you did what you say you're about, which is being a superstar Max. player, you don't shit the bed in game six and seven, and you probably move on to the next round. And you play Miami. Who's stopping and beat on Miami? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I heard uh, Kevin Gar- uh, Garnett and all them talking about. He keeps uh, James Harden keeps asking to get out to get out. And they're like, you only get so many of these, and you're getting older. You better sit the fuck Brooklyn, down. Philly, yeah. Like, what do we? Yeah. What do you want? Like, what the fuck do you want? And I get he's yeah. mad about Daryl Morey not offering X amount of money. I don't know what exactly it is because there's too much. Okay. She said, he said, but my thing is this. So he's pissed off about Daryl Morey not talking to him before free agency opened or whatever. But we had tampering charges last year, so that's a factor too. And then. Wow. Something okay. about if I opt in, you'll trade me. But if you do, if you wanted to leave, bro, fucking opt out and sign somewhere else. Yeah, you take control of your own destiny. Opt out, and sign somewhere else. But you opted in, and now Daryl Morey has to do what's best for the Sixers. That's what he's paid to do. Yeah. In fact, he can't understand that and consider holding out for that reason. I'm like, bro, request a trade. But if you want to win a championship, what better opportunity than here in Philly? Yeah, no, nah, like, but like, I'm just like, yeah. I, I it was it was amazing when me and Liam were talking because you know I'm not the, I'm not the biggest basketball fan I I yeah. don't I hate watching it for uh-huh. me it's just so fucking boring and it does it doesn't do it justice for me I I love going to the games yeah. um but I we were talking about like how long have we been trusting the process and he was like dude that shit started like our senior year 2015 in high school like oh. when we graduated and I was like holy fuck bro how long are we gonna trust the process before they figure the fuck if I was a diehard Sixers fan. I would be fucking fuming just like everyone else you is. You hear me right now, man. I'm yeah. fucking sick to my stomach. But like, if we don't, I mean, the Bucks just got Dame and the Boston just got fucking Drew Holiday. And I'm like, yeah. the, what the fuck? 
like the Bucks, the Bucks gonna be out of this fucking fuck? world. Like, it's, it's just like oh, and Dame went to you said Miami, right? Dame Dame went to uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Well, Milwaukee. him and Giannis are together. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to go to Miami though, right? The talk was he was supposed to go to Miami. I don't. So I was shocked when I when I got the notification he's going to Milwaukee. I'm like, man, fuck that. You gotta be shitting me. So. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to go to. That's I saw some things out there. Like he t- he found out he about to go to Miami. He got a divorce immediately to go get that ring down in Miami. <laughs> and that's what it was. <laughs> wait, what? I don't know. Any, wait, what? Yeah, he got a divorce. So once he once he he was where he was at. He just got divorced. So he was like, "Oh, I'm out to Miami. I'm as well just fucking called off I'm now. I'm out. Quits. I'm as well called quits and just figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do in Miami because you know what Miami looks like. Yeah. So then he's like, right, oh, right. fuck. Now I'm in my. I'm now in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Like, yeah, fuck? he's like, oh fuck, that's a huge fuck. difference. So uh, that was hilarious. Like, yo, he got rid of one ring to get another one, but now he's hungry. He's hungry, I guess. But I believe in Dame. I love Dame. If out of all my favorite athletes in basketball, girl, like, like if I were to like really love it, I love Dame's game. He's, and for yeah. me. I love, love the way Russell Westbrook used to play the game. That was my, like, I love everything. Well, on his, his sleeve, yep, just goes yeah, all like, out. 100%. The nasty, the grittiness, the fucking mm-hmm. craziness. Now, what are your thoughts? Do you think that John Morant is able to figure out with having Derrick Rose mentor him this year? Like, we haven't heard shit from him all year long. The NBA was all in on him. They, he's lost it all. What Do you think he's able to hold it together this year? I hope so, but I don't know because this is a case where it's like he didn't – he. If you look in his background, apparently he came from a pretty, like, solid yeah. household. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's acting a type of way, but he didn't grow up in that environment, type of yeah. community or environment. So I'm confused why he's even acting this way. Yeah. And my concern is people that did grow up in that environment are going to feel some type of way about that. Yeah. I don't want him to get into more trouble with those type of people. Like, what is yeah. it like? And it's just, I have no idea why he's doing this. I do think Derek Rose being there helps him. I do think all of okay. us, we make mistakes. We, he, you you got to remember, these are... I, I forget how old we were getting. I mean, we're not old. We're still young, but these are, he he's younger than me, right? Yeah, I think he's probably yeah, yeah. you were born. He's, yeah, he's younger than mm-hmm. us. So people make mistakes. People do dumb shit. So sure. hopefully yeah, he grows up. And I yeah. hope so because I love watching this guy play. When he he doesn't jump, he like fly. He flies, bro. Like he yes. just like yes. I love yeah, watching him play. I go crazy every time it goes with a dunk a ball. It's so fun. It's so exciting. Don't you wish? Like I've always wished. I don't know. Are you able to dunk? No. I've been I've gotten really close. My problem was I couldn't grip the ball. So I'm able to uh, jump and grab the rim, but I can't like if I jump because I I can't jump like this. So I gotta I gotta like use my hands. I got you. But the ball will just slip out of my hand. So I I always say that's probably one of the best feelings to be able just to fucking just come down and manga. I wish I could tell you about it. 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 He comes from the fucking asshole and just fucking jumps in the air. He's like six two and his head's at the fucking rim. I can't even begin to imagine getting that high. I can't it's disgusting. Yeah, I, I I love it. Um, but hey, I don't know, uh, if 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 the if they feel, I mean, if they'll be able to pull it out. But I'm definitely gonna be a fan. We'll definitely be at some games. We'll definitely be covering. So when we do need some Sixers talk, we'll make sure to bring George in for you guys. He, he's definitely happy, yeah, happy to come on. Appreciate you having me on. Appreciate, of course, appreciate hey, you hold on. We got, we got one more thing. We got the locks. We gotta That's get into true. our locks. Like, guys, please be a dog. Trust in us. Trust in our abilities. We had a bad week. It was a bad week for the boys. We what didn't get you? the job done. We definitely took all L's. Liam took some L's, but Liam's record is crazy. He's above. If, if, if For anyone that's new to betting, if you're above 50% in your bets, you're amazing. Liam, before last week, was 100% on everything. Okay. And that's going into week three. So, Matt, like, that's nuts to have. And he's not yeah. picking all, like, just easy wins to get you $20 here and there. Um, but, again, my parlay, of course, if it hits, if one hits, it hits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. First week, we hit for a $20 what was okay. it a uh, $30 parlay that turned into 250 right? Hit on all ends. Last week's parlay, we just missed the mark um, by uh, the Colorado game not going in the over. So it happens. Completely understand. Um, but, oh, damn, I don't know what happened. Okay. Um, but for my parlay, we'll get Liam's, and I definitely will put it in uh, for you guys. But for my week's, um, week's parlay this week, I have Arkansas versus Alabama over 46.5 points. Oregon versus Washington, it's going to be a fucking crazy game. Oregon versus Washington. I'm hoping Oregon is able to keep it up. You know, Washington has like that all-pro uh, quarterback that's there, so he might have a game for himself. But at least I've, I'm hoping putting on a money line, Oregon to pull out the W. USC versus Notre Dame. This is surprising to me that Notre Dame is favored in this, minus three. Um, but USC, I'm taking USC. In the over. That's a crazy one to me. I don't know why. I Wait, understand it's nuts. Notre Dame's favored in that game? 
yes, Notre Dame is favored versus USC right now. Um, I took USC. I believe this is the one time I'm believing in Caleb Williams to get it done. But I understand it a little bit with Notre Dame having a streak of like trying to get it back on track. This isn't this is a Notre Dame who took an, who took a huge L versus Ohio State is a good team and a USC USC team who has struggled. But I think that USC is able to pull this out. So I can see you go either way. If you don't want the big again, I'm not giving you an eight leg eight leg parlay for big income. I'm trying to at least do it four legs to keep you into some winnings. Um, and then I picked the over 54.5. Versus UCLA and Oregon State, I feel like no matter what, I'm comfortable with that one. Um, and I put it on like, you know, a tw- it's plus 1,787 odds. So $20 bet could turn you into $377. That's that. What, what, what else could you do? And that's only a four-leg parlay. Okay. So take it or leave it, but that's at least a four-leg parlay. Okay. Um, but we wanted to speak on at least etiquette of bets. So if you decide to, um, uh, what is it called? Like, uh, not like uh, fade me. And fade means... Every bet I make, you do the opposite of. Do not fucking tell me you're fading me because I'm cutting you off as a fan, as a fan and as a friend that you just faded my bets. You don't trust my bets because we're both not hitting now. You just ruined it for the for the ecosphere because I'm a very superstitious person. I don't even like telling my bets because I'm like this fucking person has bad luck and so come fucking back and bite me in the ass. Um, as well as if the bet is still going, no matter what, if it's halftime, we're up by fifty fucking points, sixty points. You never say bet looks good. I'm so happy. You don't fucking cash out and say good fucking bets until that clock starts fucking zero on all our bets. You never fucking call it in. That's going to ruin the, the superstition for us. So just understand the rules of the regulations and just say, let's have a day, boys, and let's get this job done. And you stick with us. You ride with us. Do it out. Um, but, George, do you bet or do any gambling or anything like that? I'm, not, I'm actually – my wife's a big better in this family. So oh, okay. she's the one that puts on the – but, but I mean, if you if you really want, I can run through every NFL game this week, and I'll pick a winner right now every game. If anybody wants to do a parlay. Oh, dude, a, a 20 leg parlay 20 leg parlay yeah this is guaranteed so put, put put everything you got on this parlay let me pull up okay. what, what are we week six yeah nfl All games right. yeah chiefs over. this is this is no money line right so here we go okay, yeah. chiefs over broncos guaranteed ravens over titans guaranteed dolphins Ooh. over the panthers guaranteed i'll give you that shit this is a hard one texans over the saints guaranteed that's the upset. Fuck it. Hey, fuck it. I like that one. Commanders over the Falcons. They're going to come back hungry. Okay. Guaranteed. Jaguars over the Colts. Trevor Lawrence finally finds himself and pulls out a big game. Guaranteed. And what's the name is hurt as well for the Colts? Richardson's out. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals beat the Seattle Seahawks in Cincinnati. Guaranteed. Uh-huh. Vikings go into Chicago and do their thing. They get their second one of the season. Okay. Guaranteed. Okay. The Cleveland Browns upset the 49ers. Their defensive line gets after Brock Purdy and makes his life miserable. Eagles, uh, take, uh, the throne. Eagles take the throne as the number one team. Uh, in the league. Don't Maybe. fucking listen to him for that one. <laughs> He's throwing you guys for the loop. <laughs> J- Jimmy G gets his revenge against the Patriots. The Agreed. Raiders beat the Patriots. I agree. Ooh, Lions at Bucks. Ah. Shit. I thought this was going to be easy. Give me the Buccaneers because they're at home. I think Vita Vea and that defensive oh, line shit. get after it against the Lions. Okay. Rams beat the Cardinals. I think the Rams are a lot better than we thought they were going to be. The Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles will obviously will <laughs> obviously beat the New York Jets. I fucking pray you guys lose to the fucking Jets. Bro. <laughs> Bill, Bills beat the Giants. And as much as I hate to say this, I do think the Cowboys come back focused. They 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 still got they still got a good team. I know you're I know you're frustrated by them, but I think they beat the Chargers. No, uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is going to come back home and say. Remember, he's our old offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's right. And he's, he's got Justin Herbert and the Chargers. So I, that's a tough game to pick because I think the Chargers also are a team that's constantly underachieving. Yeah. I mean, look, but, they do this to us, right? This is what the fuck they do to me. They put me Monday night. Like, like this is the shit. Like, put me for the rest of the year. Just put Cowboys 3 p.m. on a fucking Sunday so I don't – so it's not the primetime <laughs> games anymore. Like, please, I don't want to fucking get the – everyone text me the eye emojis. I hate that shit. And you're trying to go to bed. It's like 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, you're like, off. It's this fucking shit, night. bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that, man. George, man, thank you so much for coming. Thank on you, podcast. man. We'll definitely bring you back again. Guys, make sure you follow us on uh, subscribe on YouTube at In Those We Trust. Follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music as well. Follow us on the Instagram at We Trust underscore podcast. And follow George on the Instagram at GDAD15, baby. I just couldn't say it. GDAD15. <laughs> crazy. Um, hey, but trust up, guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah.